Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today, because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold, but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Run. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. Uh-oh. Yay. Recorded <laughs> live. Hi, this is Mike Call, and it's 6-20-2016, and thank you so much, Mike, for um, recording the call. Go ahead, whoever, I guess it was Shay and you talking. Yep. All right, thank you, Mike. No problem. Yeah, I think, um, I think people should just learn to um, live a little bit cheaper. They don't always need a new car every four years. You don't have to always go out and get a car loan to get a car. If it means you got to wait another six months or a year with a piece of junk, wait another six months or a year with a piece of junk. If you need to borrow money for a car, borrow money off friends and family, not the bank, not the government. I would say only contract with government agencies if you have no other choice because that's how they're coming after people is through their signatures. Every time you sign a document, you're leaving yourself open. It's not the birth certificate. It's not the social security number. It's not any of that crap. It's what you sign that binds yourself to whatever it is you sign. Okay, I was told few years ago on that, and we end up mentioning this, uh, I believe, the last, well, anyhow, the last time we talked. Um, when they give you an offer for a credit card, you can't go after them as far as default. But if, how is that worded? Well, hold on. I, I, if, I didn't quite understand that. How did? Uh, I know. Um, they sent me an offer for a credit card. They didn't default. They gave me an offer. Actually, it would be the agreement. What's that? The agreement, the um, the application. I don't know if they sent me an application or an offer or whatever. They they sent me an application, a blank application form, which means they offered to give me a credit card. They offered me the opportunity to be a customer or a client. They're offering me a benefit. If I accept it, then I I agree to their rules. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying it correctly. I'm even thinking of myself. What what did I just say? I don't know. I heard this about five years ago. If you go to them, it's a different story from them coming to you. How 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 about that? But actually, it would be the same thing, wouldn't it? No, it would be a little bit different, I guess. I don't see I don't see how them offering you a credit card is bad. Um, if CPS wants to come and offer to take your kids for you, maybe they think you're struggling as a parent and they want to offer to take your kid and raise it for you. I don't think they're allowed to solicit. They're not allowed to go door to door and offer their services. 
I don't know if a bank is allowed to or not. But I don't know if I was um, if I was opening a lemonade stand and the whole first day everybody gets free lemonade. I don't see why I can't send out letters offering people to come stop by and get a free lemonade. And by the way, happy Father's Day. And I hope you got your lemonade. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I'm just going to uh, squeeze some lemons now. Hey, awesome. Okay, I, again, I didn't want to interrupt, but you were giving some good advice. I just wanted you to have it recorded. And I thank you for that. Ain't no problem. And Mike, I need your um I need your um site. Your website. Hopefully you updated it by now, but you probably didn't, uh, for people to donate to you. Yeah, I uh I haven't done anything with that website. But they can still donate to you on that site. Yeah, it's um, commonlaw.com, all small letters, all one word. The website just says under construction. It sucks. Let me uh, try to find it right now. (laughs) Nobody's going to donate. Oh, please stop saying that. <laughs> oh, wow, I got a Thomas Vincent. Commonwealth.com, right? Yep. Yeah. I got a Thomas Vincent law office. Let me redo this. Commonwealth.com. Are you spelling it C-A-L-M-I-N-L-A-W? Okay, spell it for me. C- C-A-L-M-I-N-L-A-W. Let me just try that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That sounds good. Yep, under construction. Okay. I want to post this to the board, please, people. Can you please donate to Mike? He's a gem. He might be bitchy at a time, but, hey, we all are. <laughs> you got a lot of people in the call, Mike. I'm surprised Face One doesn't have anything to say. Traveler One, anyone have a question for Mike? Okay, if not, then Mike and I are going to talk about um, temp trolls. <laughs> Kidding. 
Did you leave us, Mike? No, I'm just muted out. I'm making noise. Oh, okay. What, squeezing these uh, lemons? Leo, how about you? You always have something nice to say. Eric 77 is on. Okay, well, I was, go ahead. Does someone have anything to say? Uh, I surely don't want to interrupt. Okay, I was um, listening to Steve's call today, basically on property tax, and I'm trying to take some notes, but basically, um, uh, the the assessor has to sign the the assignment. It's not the assignment. The um, Is the um oh jeez. I love my spelling. Yeah, I guess it is the assignment. If the assessor cannot sign the assignment, that's not the assignment. There is not a tax. Market value is for the contractor, not for the homeowner. And in your, Mike's going to hate me for this one, but in your um, constitution, uh, the households, you've got to look into the household goods and personal effect, and that's where you end up beating them. And how they have your uh, land, actually it should be private land, but you end up uh, recording it, that's the recorder of deeds. And it's basically recorded as a business, and they have it under real property. And thank God Mike didn't scream at me. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's ridiculous. Why why don't you just ask them whose property is it? Well, another thing, how can they – here's a good question for you, Mike. How can they end up selling your land if they don't have title to it? I don't know. Did you ask them? I'm going to. The, but that that would have to be with mortgages, tax tax foreclosures, or property tax foreclosures. That would have to be dealing with basically anything. If they don't have the title to that deed... Or just say Wells Fargo or the township is not on that deed, then how can they go ahead and sell that? They can't. Right, but they're doing it. See, what what I would do, because I kind of like having a garbage truck stop at my house every week and pick up the garbage and take it away. And I kind of like having running water and I kind of like electricity. And I think that those things are a great benefit. 
So I have no problem paying property tax for those things. But if I'm paying property tax and it's my money's going towards things I don't think it should be going for, then I would write a letter to whoever you write to and ask them to um, send you send me a document showing where, quote, my tax dollars from last year went. And then he's going to send me a document saying I paid this much in property tax last year and this percent went to school, this percent went to... Um, garbage collection, this percent went to water and sewer. And then I could write back to that man and say, I don't have any kids that are school age, and I don't believe that the public education school is anywhere close to good enough, and I don't wish to pay the school tax, and I'm not paying this tax, and I'm not paying this tax, but I want my garbage collection, I want my fire and police services, I want all that shit. And then just pay them for the services you're going to use and don't pay them for the services you're not going to use. But you can also do a private contract with the trash company, with the police station, the fire company, etc. Yeah, you could. If they're into doing that in your area, I don't know if they are or not. And it'll probably be a hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, some of these taxes down here, Mike, closer to closer to the uh, the shore, is like twenty five thousand a year. That's outrageous. Because you're close to the uh, shore. So sell the property, move somewhere cheaper. Oh, I just wouldn't even have bought the property. One. Yeah, I think instead of getting out of property tax, I think I like some of the benefits that come with paying property tax. I think it's a lot easier to renegotiate the contract. That way you're staying in honor. There's no way they're going to sell your house when you're making a deal with them. I don't know about that one. They're vultures. Well, if you're still paying the property taxes, they're not going to sell the house. They're not going to come after your house if you're paying. They come after you when you stop paying. But again, property tax is illegal. It's not illegal. How can they tax private land? Consent. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, and that all that goes back to the deeds. No, it goes back to people are letting them do it because people are stupid. People don't want to educate themselves. It's too hard to learn law. Nobody cares. Everybody does what their mommy and daddy told them. Mommy and daddy paid their mortgage. Mommy and daddy paid their property tax. Mommy and daddy wore their seatbelt. 
Nobody wants to think for themselves. Nobody wants to question so-called authority. Nobody wants to ask questions, period. Everybody wants to scream, yell, jump up and down file the federal lawsuit. Nobody wants to write a simple letter and deal in private. I think half of the reason for filing a lawsuit in the first place is to force the other side to settle in private before court like they should have in the first place. Correct. I agree with that. Sorry, who else was jumping in there? Yeah, someone stepped in. Oh, sorry. I I, I was hearing dead air, so I was just going to jump in. It's Leo here. Yeah, Hi, Leo. I just had a couple of success, but uh, Cheyenne was referring to uh, property tax. I did something two years ago, which, uh, like Mike said, negotiated a 50% reduction in property tax. And now it's been two years, and they sent me the, the notice, and it's 50% of what it used to be. So I paid the full 50%. Right? So so they'll never take my property from me because I'm paying what they're telling me to pay, which is which I negotiated 50% out, right? That's, that's how honor works. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and and last, uh, just to speak about the same type of thing, I, on Saturday I was driving my pickup and I got a blowout, like my tire blew out, so I I had to change the tire on the side of the road. So then I drove to Costco on Sunday to get four new tires, and uh, when I came in, the four new tires was fourteen hundred dollars, and then I uh, I had bought those tires like five years ago at Costco and I knew there was a supposedly a, a, a $115,000 or 115,000 kilometer warranty but I had only did 80,000 clicks on my truck so I told the guy at the tail I said well this warranty is supposed to guarantee me 115,000 clicks he goes oh well you, we have to look at the record and he says uh, you've never been in for tire rotation and I said well I do my own tire rotations at home and whatever and then he started giving me uh, the warranty doesn't apply blah 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 he started giving me excuses I just said okay I want to talk to the manager so when the manager came the manager repeated the same thing that the the kid was saying so I told him okay I'll pay the $1,400 for the four tires you take off my four tires I'm saying that I've I do tire rotation after you, you look at the old tires, and then if you, I, in, in, a way, in a way I said, prove to me that I didn't do the tire rotations. So then half an hour later, I went into Costco half an hour later, he phones me on my cell phone. I come in. My truck wasn't ready yet, and the manager gave me $260 of warranty for my old tires because he says, I can tell you were doing tire rotations because all the tires were worn evenly. So, you know, and, and and originally they were asking me for documentation. And I said, well, I don't have no documentation. I do it myself. You know, prove to me that I don't do it. So just keeping it simple, right? I don't know. Yeah. So that's just my two two bits. Well, that's great news, Leo. But 
but I didn't try to sue Costco or Michelin or anybody. I just, you know, I gave them the opportunity to prove me wrong, and they, they can't, right? I know I read probably, I don't know if it was this year or maybe last year, that they're going to try to pull that on newer vehicles, um, that if you don't get a, a mechanic to, say, just do your oil change, they that will affect the warranty of the vehicle. How true that is, I don't know. I don't have a new vehicle. Mike said he's going to buy me one one day, but he's he's busy squeezing the lemons right now. <laughs> but yeah, Leo, that's great news. I've heard that same thing about the warranty, about but all my trucks and cars and stuff, I do my own oil change, and supposedly you don't have warranty if you do that, but we lost you, and then she stopped talking. Leo, are you there? You should be able to uh, fax in the receipts for the oil and the oil filter every time you do an oil change. That should be sufficient. It's not like you need to go to a uh, Mr. Lube or Jiffy Lube and uh, have have them prove that you've done the oil change. Because there has to be uh, uh, a way for you to prove to your warranty that you've done the uh, oil change. Maybe take a picture of the odometer and the receipt. So that was the true story that I read then? That is happening? Well, I'm sure they're trying to squeeze, squeeze people out of uh, the warranty, warranty coverage right. by saying, oh, you didn't get a professional to do it. Proof to me that my qualifications aren't uh, sufficient to to warrant to uh, to not warranty my my uh, my damaged engine, right? But wouldn't they wouldn't they then ask for? Do you have some kind of a license to be a professional oh, mechanic? No. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Okay. <laughs> Where's the contract say that it's got to be a licensed uh, establishment? And who and who meets this approval? Dealerships uh, charge uh, up the up the a hole for uh, for anything that you do for them uh, for you. And uh, Leo uh, uh, lives uh, probably sixty miles from uh, the nearest uh, dealership, so. So are they going to pay Leo the 60 miles, uh, 120 miles to get the oil change? No, they won't. Or deduct it from uh, his warranty. They won't even do that either. Men and women have been changing their oil for uh, 100 years now. 
Yeah, my internet dropped off, so I missed that whole call thing there. But but I I do my own oil changes, and I my warranties supposedly would be void, but they, but they're never voided. No, if you can uh, if you can show them uh, the receipts for the oil, that should be sufficient. It'd be the same as uh, showing the receipt from uh, Jiffy Lube or uh, or uh, Mr. Lube or something who's done the, the oil change, right? Yeah, I, I don't even keep any of those receipts or any oil receipts or nothing. Well, you have to like be you, able to show some kind of record. Well, that's see, see, that's what they were saying at Costco for my tires, for my old tires. They were saying, well, we need documentation, either your documentation, the dates and the the, uh, the mileage and all that. I said, well, I don't keep documentation. I just do my tire rotations, you know, well, regularly. Then uh, oil analysis and metal analysis would have to be done on your engine, and it would have to show that you've actually properly maintained it. So, so same, same as what you just did with uh, the tire rotation, you, you, you proved it by showing that the wear was even, right? Yeah, in the sense I told him, prove to me that I don't do it. I That's say right. I do it. You prove to me I don't. Then they they come back and there's no proof I didn't, right? True enough. You put it right back on them. That was awesome. I never thought I'd get 260 bucks, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, they give you so much for what's left on the tire. Yeah, I basically paid a quarter of my tires. Yeah, that's cool. $1,400 tires, man. Uh, those must be really good tires. Well, everything's went up around here. I don't know what the hell's going on, but i got to sell more eggs. <laughs> but it's the same thing with property tax. I know the uh, the guy there, Steve, was talking on Cheyenne's call. I think it was Steve. And... With the property tax, you don't go after your MD or your your council or your county or whatever. You deal with the guy who does the assessment. He, he that's the only guy or the only man I dealt with. Right, right. actually, it's the assessor. Yeah, the assessor. And that's it. You don't you, you don't deal with the the county or nothing. You deal with the, the assessor. Tax, right. You don't deal with the tax collector, and that's where I made my mistake. I was dealing with the tax collector. See, so the I tax collector, yeah, the tax collector, all he's going by is what the assessor told him that you owe. So you got to go with who's saying what you owe, right? Right. And also, I was listening to uh, Steve's call uh, he has on Bill and Rocco's show, one to seven calls. And I was re-listening uh, to that today. And he's saying that the if the assessor... Is it, if, if the assessment is not signed, there is not a tax. So I'm going to try that one out. That sounds legalese to me. Well, he's fighting. He's winning. And he's also, um, yeah, he's going in. He does a lot of the code statutes. But he's going there. I mean, he's throwing their law against them. And he's winning. And he got his... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's saying 
they have to follow their codes, but he's interpreting their codes, so he's using right. legalese to fight, right. which is not Carl's way, right? Carl right. says it's right or correct, wrong, right? Right and wrong. Like, you don't stand on their code to win. Why don't you um, write the man acting as tax assessor a letter and ask him what what laws and or facts he relies upon that leads him to believe that you have a duty and an obligation to pay as such a thing called property tax? That's a good one, Mike. Did Leo drop off again? No, no, I agree. Okay. How about Eric? Oh, back to your vehicle, as um, Carl and many others have uh, mentioned, that, uh, say, you know, they're always having potholes and things like that. So instead of your, you go to uh, your mechanic and get a front end alignment, or go to your mechanic and get a front end alignment and send the state the bill. Has anyone tried that? The state does not exist. Oh. You'd have to send it to a man who's acting as whatever. Correct. Well, you, that's not what you said. You said send it to the state. Okay. So that's incorrect. Oh, exactly. Thank you for the correction. As Carl says, you got to get your shit tight. <laughs> Correct. So then back to my comment, anything that happens to your vehicle, send it to that man or woman or oh, give them a bill. Oh my God, I don't have a vehicle. I have, okay. you know, I call oh, one blue, geez. I call one silver, I call one white. I might call it a cupcake, whatever. It's my property. If I have vehicles, then I would have to pay for it, right? Correct. Thank you for the um, correction again, Leo. Diane, you're going to have to get your <laughs> shit really tight. Uh. So, has anyone tried that? Yes, not. Okay, come on, Eric, Leo, Mike. Anyone have any questions for Mike, Leo, Eric? Who else is on the phone? What does well, Mike call? I have a I have a question for you, Cheyenne. Oh, I don't have me. a horse. I I don't have a horse, but let's say I was on my horse and I'm going on a uh, a public right away, 
Like I ride away, you know, that's whatever. And there's a pothole and my horse trips and breaks his leg and I have to shoot the horse. Now, who should pay for the, uh, for the, the cost of the horse? Well, I guess that would be you because you didn't have it registered into their system. But what leads you to believe that registering a vehicle changes the ownership? I just threw something out because, I mean, that was the first thing that came to my mind because how they have your car and truck is you register it and that's how they have the certificate of title. But with the horse, they wouldn't have a certificate of title and I'm sure a horse, you don't have to tag like you do a dog. So that's how I threw that one out. That was my logic of that. So do you go out and get a tag for your new pencils you bought? I do sure you know, do. Do you go out and register <laughs> your box of elastics? Yes. I don't know. I thought registration was just recording an event. Well, they're trying to they're trying to do that with my dogs right now, so that that's funny. But so I wonder the, if Leo had to do the same thing with his horse. Well, if the state believes that they own the title to my car, I guess they're going to have to show me where I signed and gave them title. I mean, I have a bill of sale. I got a receipt. It shows that I'm the owner. So back to Leo's question or comment about his horse with the broken leg and he had to shoot the horse. Was the hole on private property or public? It was on pu- public right away. So it was on a, a roadway, a public right away. Well, it's up to the public to maintain. It's up to your public servants to maintain the hole, so they're responsible for your horse. Who owns the horse? Leo owns the horse, but... Uh, a owner's always liable. Well, isn't it up to your public servants to maintain the public uh, right away when you're out in public? Sorry, what was that? Isn't it up to the public servant to maintain the public right away, the public roads, the public sidewalks, etc.? So you're taking the benefit? Well, when I'm in the public, I'll take the benefit. So when you're one of the people of the state, when you're part of the state, the controlling state, the public means the people of the state of. It's the people of the state. That's what the public is. Right. You can be a member of the public 
uh, at your choice. If you are out in public under your belief, if you're in the public and you sustain uh, injury or your property gets damaged, it's up to the public servants, I believe. Would that be correct, Mike? Um, I don't know. See, if you if you take your horse into a pothole, whose fault is that? Like, I'm not saying you can't go after the city for it, but realistically, you're the one that did it. Yeah, I understand that. You know, it's your property and it's your horse. And uh, you directed your horse into the pothole to cause the injury. But you can, while in public, it's up to the public servants, I believe, to maintain the public roadways and sidewalks and thoroughfares. Yeah, you're kind of right, but my my attitude is I don't give a shit what they do. I don't care what they're doing or not doing as long as they're not doing it to me. A pothole in the road to me is just a pothole in the road. I should have my eyes on the road anyway. <laughs> to me, it's just part of standing as a man. If I if I take my horse or my car or my bicycle or my skateboard into a pothole, I kind of did it. I, I'm no, I just me. I couldn't see throwing a fit and calling the city. I agree. You can take it either way. Um, but when you get back to the the taxes, the public taxes, um, property taxes scenario, um, if they're charging you on your property, on your 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 uh, your residence property tax, and you you, you can't. Assess, uh, go over and uh, analyze it yourself. Like you said earlier, you can maybe choose from the menu on uh, what you want to participate in. You know, if you don't have any uh, school-age children, uh, maybe you don't want to pay property taxes uh, in that, uh, for that aspect. But um, if you're going to have a garbage collection and you want to pay for that, or if you want to pay for... Uh, uh, well-maintained public roads and they're taking property taxes out, well, maybe you can just say, well, you know, hey, that is that is the public and um, they should maintain it. Well, it's a tiny bit of a side issue, but I believe the gas tax pays for the roads. But I see your point and I agree. If you're looking at it as a tax, from a taxpayer's perspective, if I'm paying for you guys to fix the roads, you better fix the roads. There is right. that totally is that approach, but I kind of like to think of it more like if I was riding my horse through an open field and it stepped on a rock, I'm not going to go find somebody and make them pay for it. I agree. So it, you could go either way. If you are, a, if you sometimes act as a full-blown taxpayer, then go collect on what you're paying your taxes for. There's always more than one way of attacking it. I agree. Yeah, How about the, 
another thing too if it's like uh if it's like a main road right in the city and it's a ridiculously huge pothole and now i gotta pay like like 500 bucks to get my car fixed that would probably be different i think i'd be going after somebody for that but then again i don't know having to shoot my horse would suck Hey Mike, how about a scenario of um, of uh, making a claim? You know, let's uh, walk through a couple scenarios. Let's say, for example, uh, your your neighbor, your buddy Bob, borrows your mountain bike, and he says he's going to use it for the weekend, for you know, just just to take a a little ride or trip, and he'll return it to you. A week later, you don't have your mountain bike back. Hey, Bob, can you return my mountain bike? Yeah, yeah, I'll get it to you, Mike. Yeah, uh, sorry, I I was a little busy. Two more weeks go by. You still don't have your mountain bike. Hey, Bob, did you forget me? Yeah, yeah, hey, Mike, sorry, I'm out of town. Uh, Yeah, I'll get you your mountain bike. Another month goes by. You still don't have your mountain bike. Now, it's kind of starting to rub you wrong. Walk through the process of making a claim. So I think you, I, I think I would then send him a letter and say, if you don't return my mountain bike by such and such a date, I will buy a new one and send you the bill. Okay. Would that be considered a notice, Mike? Like you're kind of noticing him or giving him fair warning? Hey, hey, Mike, or hey, Bob, return my mountain bike within, say, three days. Or I'm going to charge you whatever, $10 an hour. Yeah, that's um, that's full-out extortion, the way you just said it. But um, you would have to you'd have to word it a little softer, like uh, um, his his unwillingness or inability to return said mountain bike causes harm. Um, on such and such a date, I will purchase a new mountain bike. Here's the price, and I will be sending you the bill unless you wish to just give my mountain bike before said date. Basically saying, I'm going to go out and buy a bike because of what you did and caused all the harm. But if you want to just give me my bike back, we'll just I'll just call it even, forgive everything. Right. So that's property, your mountain bike. How about the other form of property? Let's say you have you own a, a, a two-unit apartments, or you own a, a single-family house, and you you rent the basement out, or or you rent a, an apartment out, and they don't they don't pay you when they're supposed to pay you. In other words, they're stiffing you on on your agreement. You can go statutory, obviously, and and try that and hope for the best. Or what if you say, uh, "Hey, Bob, uh, it's it's been two months since you paid my rent. Uh, you haven't compensated me for use of my property. We'll worry like that. Um, if you don't re- return or restore my property within three days, 
Um, I'm gonna. I, I, I'm going to seek compensation of whatever your compensation will be. Call it call it $100 a day. Do as you wish. How would that sound? Um, that sounded a little like extortion, but um, yeah, you could do it that way. Just say... Uh, You know, it's it's kind of funny that he hasn't paid rent, probably because he doesn't have the money, and now you're going to charge him more money, which he's not going to be able to pay. It might be a better idea to find another solution. Well, how about, if Bob, how about if Bob is staying in your apartment that he's not paying for, and he's not willing to, to leave your apartment either? So now you've got to put him to work. Just say, uh, I understand if you're having uh, financial problems right now, can't come up with the rent money or whatever. If you uh, if you need some kind of a job or some way to make the money to pay me the rent, I got work for you to do around my other property. And Bob Bob says, now Bob says, screw you, Mike. I'm not working for you. Take me to court. Okay, well, now he asked you to take him to court, and he looks like a serious dick now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, uh, see, that's that's one good thing about letters is you draw the uh, anger out of the other side. Like if somebody, if, if you write a letter and say, say, yeah, you owe me that money, I need that money, and it's causing me harm, loss, or injury, and they're like, ah, screw you. Or if they or say how? something like, you ask me money one more time, I'm coming to your house to shoot you or something. Now you got it on paper. Or how, about if he doesn't, how about if he doesn't tell you, screw you? How about if he just says, um, hey, good luck. Good luck. And, 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 and still maintains his position. Then send him the bill. Start writing a new contract. Let him ignore the new contract. If he ignores it, okay, I guess he's part of it. He didn't say no. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, this it can go a lot of different ways. So um, in the process of, say, noticing Bob for either your mountain bike or your apartment, um, how, do you, how do you convey the notice that it's, that it's on record too, Mike? Well, if, if you're sending letters back and forth, you have evidence right there. You've communicated this, and it's actually unwritten. It's in written form. And now he can't show the letters that he sent back because he didn't send any. Or what if he says, hey, I never received a letter from you? Well, if you send a letter, he doesn't send a letter back. Send a second letter certified. Okay. Just say, just say I have not yet received an answer to my last letter, dated, whatever, see copy and close. And then ask him another question or tell him something else. Now both of them came in a certified letter. Okay, so how do you prove in the certified letter what the contents uh, inside that envelope that certified was? Get a man or a woman as a witness. Um, it depends on how you, you you can do it other way. Like, I don't know how how hard this guy's going to deny all this stuff but 
if you really think he's going to say he didn't get it, you can get a friend or a neighbor, um, write your letters to him, give the letters to your friend or neighbor, get them to read it, make, and then initial the corner and then photocopy it. And your friend or neighbor or whoever your witness is can actually stuff the envelopes and seal the envelopes and drop the envelopes in the mail or bring them to the post office and send them certified. And now you have a man or a woman as a witness. Their initials are also on the piece of paper. And um, if you wanted, you could also... Like I think the process some people use is they get a notary to mail them out and the other side mails them back to the notary. And that way the notary is an officer of the court and a neutral witness. If the notary says, I didn't get it, the notary didn't get it. Okay. So actually um, all the notary is doing is, is, is witnessing a piece of paper. They're not witnessing uh, the content of what's on the paper. No, they'll, the notary will read it and take a copy of it. And they'll keep it on file. They'll keep it in their little ledger, or whatever they call their notary book. They'll enter okay. it in on this, on this document. Mike Miller brought in letters to send to Bob Smith. And I don't know, probably a little comment on what the letter was about. And she'll keep notes on if she got an answer back or not. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know they they provided that service. I think they call it a third party mailer. I'm not really sure, but if you look up third party mailer, you'll probably find stuff. Okay. Or actually, I think they call it. An, it might be a notary presentment. There's a whole process you can do. Get a summary or a default judgment doing the notary too, but not really big on the notary process. Yeah, that's the only part I was kind of uh, getting stuck on. You know, I, I have the general concept down, but, you know, actually proving the content of what you're sending, and if they deny it on the other side, um, you know, how, how do you prove that further? And then what you just explained kind of makes sense. Yeah, it's just somebody witnessing what goes in the envelope. But it can't be uh, it can't be your wife, it can't be your mom or something like that. It's got to be a neutral party, somebody that's not going to gain something from lying. Okay. I guess technically, if you wanted to spend big money, if it was something serious, you could send, uh, hire a process server. I don't think that'd be necessary, though. All right, well, that kind of clears it up for me. Cool.
anyone else want to speak to Mike? Uh, Denny here from East Tennessee. Hi, welcome. Well, I'm curious about uh, Leo talking about lowering his property tax and maybe what he had to ask or say to the assessor. I had a hard time hearing what you were saying. He wants to know uh, how Leo did that with his tax. Um, He ended up taking it down to... um, 50%. 50%. Uh, Leo, are you still in the call? No, I guess not. Yeah, I'm showing he's not on. Some unknown reason. Yeah, I have no idea how he did that, so I can't really say. Yeah, I'm not showing that he's on. Hey, hey Mike, Denny uh, here again. I'm curious what you think. I brought it up one time. Uh, but anyway, how we supposedly, not supposedly, we can win court without saying anything with a letter, you know, or in writing, I should say. How hard do you think it would be? I think it would be hard that when you have a diligent person, to like somebody calls in and says, hey, I got court in two days, and and this is what's happening. Just have a something you hand the judge or something. Is that pretty far-fetched to where somebody could win like that that's calling in? And if they abided by what was said and stick to writing? Yeah, if you um, if you file a notice, there's really no need to talk in court. Like if, if, if somebody's accusing you of something and you file a notice saying uh, you require a verifiable bill, Somebody's got to give you the bill. How are you supposed to pay something without getting the bill first? So you could file a notice saying, uh, I require so-and-so, whoever's the other side coming after you, say I require Bob Smith to verify, to to provide me with a verifiable bill for this alleged charge or this alleged fee or... So, enter that notice into their case while you're standing there before the judge? No, you file it before court. It'd be good to have it in there at least a week before court. Realistically, I like to file a notice and give the other side time to answer the notice before court. Hopefully, I can answer their answer. Okay, what about the scenario of Somebody called up, sounds like they got good common sense and willing to listen to you. 
and say, hey, I, I got court in two days. What can I do? And they have nothing, you know, haven't filed in a notice or anything. Is there a way to somehow come out of there winning, you know, over something, you know, maybe uh, traffic or some kind of speeding or, or what have you, and just uh, hand a judge something already wrote up? think that would have any kind of shot at winning? Um, well, I don't, I, I wouldn't expect to just win doing it that way. Um, but again, I would, I would try and file it at, at least a week before court. If he can't file it the day before court or go to court early that day and at least get it time stamped and filed. And then you can bring stamped copies into the courtroom. But um, it just it looks a lot better when you go into court and you can say something like, I don't understand what this is about. I gave Bob over here a notice and I'm I'm waiting for his answer. And the judge might say, oh, did you get a piece of paper? And he might say, yeah, I got a piece of paper. He just handed it to me. And then the judge will say, okay, 30 days or whatever, settle this in private or answer his letter or whatever. Or I just need to notice. All right, Sam. I was just just wondering, you know, I, I was hoping there'd be a way to do that and people could on some talk show, not yours or, or whatever, whoever wanted to participate, somebody could say, oh, I got court in a couple of days, help me, you know, and then just bam, 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 write out something, answer the judge or however process, hopefully get out of trouble. All right, I thank you. Yeah, it's um, a lot of times if, a, if you file a notice, the judge will give you more time to uh, to talk back and forth with the prosecutor. Try and work out a deal. All right. Thanks. Okay, Mike, you end up saying that uh, sometimes they, um, the, the, um, I guess it was the judge. I actually was having a fun time on the uh, chat board. You mentioned about um, the judge or the... will give you more time uh, as far as your notice and... Repeat that, what you just said. Um... If you if you filed a notice or written a letter to the other side and you haven't received an answer yet, you can tell the judge that you filed a notice and you're waiting for an answer or that you've sent letters in the private and you're trying to settle this matter in private and you uh, require time to continue the uh, negotiation process or whatever. But a lot of times they end up having, like, you have to answer within um, 10 days, 21 days, 30 days. How many days do you need? Pardon? How many days do you need? 
I I don't know. I'm just throwing that out. So if he says if he says answer in ten days, if that's not enough, say I require thirty days. Well, that would be almost like the labor court type thing. Kind of. I don't I don't really like asking for permission. Yeah, I get that one. Leave of court is a per, is permission. But, um, yeah, I don't know, leave of court, I don't know, that might even be legalese, I'm not sure. I don't know where that term came from, but I would just say I require more time to settle, in, to continue to settle in private. Well, Carl talks a good bit about that, leave of court. Uh, I require a uh, leave of court to, to address the uh, courts. Yeah, but to me, it doesn't make sense to require permission. I have the I, right. Uh, I have the right and authority to ask for permission. It doesn't make sense. Like if I have the right to ride my skateboard, I'm not asking for permission from anyone to ride my skateboard. Hey, Mike. Yep. Re- require isn't. Uh... Asking permission. It's uh, yes, the same it thing is. as uh, yes, yes, same thing is. As a man. A man requires re require is a request. It is it is to request or to ask by right or authority. I have the right to ask. Okay, so then uh, basically need. I, I need leave of court. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily saying you need it. Well, a man needs air to breathe, right? Yes. And, and and if he doesn't breathe, he cannot live. Yes. So so that's why I was saying a man requires air. Same thing. Well, you, who are you asking for air? Well, no, I'm not asking. You're telling them. Listen, I have, I, I need, I need, I need time to properly answer this court. Are you gonna die if you don't have time? Well, put it this way: I can't properly answer the court if, uh, if, if, if I don't get leave of court. They can't get an answer from me. Otherwise, okay, but, like, uh, but, court, right? but. Needy people are beggars, and they okay, get... Okay, well, then what's the word for necessity? Mm, I don't know, that's maybe why, necessity. That's why I'm using require. A man requires air to breathe. No, okay, okay listen, listen, listen again. To require is to ask by right or authority. Okay, so then we have to use the word that that means uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Well, I'm not saying that, but require require is to ask. You have the right. You have the right or the authority to ask. I totally get what you're saying, but what's the requirement for man to live? It's air, right? And water. 
him food. Otherwise, he withers away and dies. So it's a necessity that that you get days answer. I don't know. I think the easy way is to say <clears throat> I require more time. Yeah, exactly. I have the right and, and the authority. I'm not asking. I'm not asking. Right? But you are. If you're re- if you're requiring, you're asking. Well, uh, it's a necessity. I I need. Uh... Okay. Okay, but when I when I hire somebody to paint the fence, I I require them to paint the fence. I have the right and authority to ask them. I don't have to I don't have to say I agree to pay you to paint the fence and you're going to paint the fence and you're going to do it effing now. I can just ask them, "Hey, can you paint the fence now? That's what I'm paying you to do." I have the right and authority. He has to do it. He's under obligation, but I can okay, still ask. Re- so require I'm- require just sounds a lot better than demand. Yeah, but let's go one step further as in uh, uh, a man's necessity to, to live, right? And yeah, but, we're not, without, but, but, but let's be fair. A necessity to live is a lot different than a couple of days to write out a letter. But you, if, if you don't get the time to write out the letter, it can't be done. Yeah, but you're not going to die. No. But it, it can't be done any other way. Other than they just sit there and wait for me to write it out. Because you can't communicate with the court otherwise. So a man requires uh, time to, to, to properly address the court. Properly. So that's why I was saying require is uh, a man requires air and water and food. And there's no, no if, ands, or but. It's, it's, it's not even a right. It, 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 it's what is, right? It's like a, a lion. A, a lion's going to attack. That, that's, he, he requires to attack uh, uh, people prey. No, but he's not asking. No, I'm not asking either. But you are. You're requiring. You're requesting. It's, well, it's then, then, then we we have to find the right word that says uh, that says uh, there's no communication unless I have unless I get a couple of days. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see why it's really that big of a deal. If I have the right and, or the right or authority to ask, I'll ask. Well, okay then. Just use require then. Yeah. And he doesn't have to ask. He's not asking. Okay, one more time. One more time. Require means to ask by right or authority. You're asking. If you're requiring, you're asking. That's what it says in etymology? I believe that one came from Webster's. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, I don't do Webster's. I look at words. But even Carl says, if you ask, if you ask Carl, he'll say require means to write, uh, to ask as of by right or authority. 
Yeah, tell you but... Fast. Are you still there? Oh, yeah. Just, uh, you know what? I think the, i got to look up the word ask. This would go by, uh... Yeah, I think Carl's been all over the word require. Call for an answer. Make a request. He requires a bigger word than just asking. I'll, I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it goes beyond asking. Yeah, having the right to ask. If you ask me to tie your shoe... I'm going to say no. If you require me to tie your shoe, that means I have some kind of an obligation to do so. Like maybe I'm under contract where I'm going to tie your shoes every day before work. Yeah, see, it it also says petition demand. It says what? Petition or demand. Seek to know. And of course, choir is query, 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 right? Like uh, a query. Oh yeah, never thought of that. Uh, but uh, it says the original sense of this word has been taken over by request. Sense of demand. Parenthesis: someone to do something. Where, where is that from? See, see require, require, the original sense of the word require is a demand. It, it, it's not even a demand. It, it, it's, it's no ifs, ands, or buts, but like you like, query for sure. Query is a question. And this one's a verb, so... I don't see a noun for required unless it's requisition. That's uh, 14th century. Medieval Latin. A searching. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm using the word as required as in uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no other way. Um, it's just like uh, yeah, I don't know I don't know what you would be what you would be answering that would take a long time to answer anyway. 
Yeah, I, I understand. And, and they don't think it's just the require. And then, and then if, if it gets difficult to support, I'm not asking. I'm telling you. how it is. Yeah, I don't know anything. Um, because there's anything. no there's no way of answering the court without papers that it needs. Yeah, why why are you going into a courtroom without paper, pen, and ink anyway? Why why are you going into court without your notices already filed? True enough. True enough. If you've if you've done your notices properly, there shouldn't be anything anything to answer. And if somebody brings something up in court, just say I have no idea what you're talking about. Prove it. Uh, any <laughs> any questions you have for me, put it in the form of writing. And I will respond in writing within 72 hours. Yeah. And yeah, and again, again, yourself. Mike? Yep. Mike, I'm looking on the page. Where's your donation button? I'm not sure. It should be right at the top. Let me look. Let me look. Are you on the Are you on the website that says under construction? Yeah, no, I, end up, I end up putting up uh, his website on the um, checkboard. Yeah, I, I haven't been on my website in a long time, but I think there's uh, a couple empty tabs and a big thing that says under construction. I'll post it again. Is it accessible by the talk shoe page? No. I think Cheyenne's okay. putting the link. I think Cheyenne's putting the link on the talk to page right now. Give me about. Well, I can go back and scroll the chat cover if it's on. Okay. Yeah, I posted it earlier, and now I just post it again. But yeah, it's under um, under construction. Mike doesn't change much, but it is commoninlaw.com. C A L M I N L A W dot Oh, that's easy enough. Hey, Mike. If he's stuck on the word require, can he just submit I wish, require, demand to the person or the man uh, who he wants to submit that to and let that man choose whatever word he wants? Yeah, that's one way of doing it, but uh, I hate the word submit. I don't want to submit to anything. That way it can take uh, whatever degree of kindness or severity of the word. Yeah, I wish, and if you think that's funny, I require, and if you don't understand what require means, then I demand. Either way, you're going to do it. That's all. I just remember Carl saying that. So. Yeah, demand just sounds kind of ugly. I think require is probably a good one. See, Carl's, Carl's thought of all this stuff already. 
that's why he's stuck on the word require. He's sifted through everything else, and that's what he settled on. And everybody has a basic idea of what require means. They probably just don't know exactly what it means. I guess nobody right. knows exactly what it means, but... I think most judges and most prosecutors have a pretty good idea what require means. Isn't required just like wish? Almost. Um... Not really. It, um, I don't know. It's I don't. I don't even know where uh, where um, that definition came from. Uh, probably Webster's, the one Eric was reading, where it said that the meaning of the word has been taken over by request. But I always thought that require means to ask, like somebody that has the right or authority. Like if your boss asks you to do your a part of your job, he has the right or authority. In the case of a boss, your boss would have the authority to tell you. I guess technically you would have a right to tell you what to do as long as it... Uh, yeah, to do, to do is the big word there. Yeah. And wish, wish is uh, more of an intent. Well, it's like the it's like when uh, you rub the lamp and the genie comes out and you make a yeah. wish. And the genie says, "Your wish is my command." Like he knows yeah. what the word wish means. You want something, he's got to do it. Your intent. That being said, intent being my word is my bond, and you're going to do it. Yeah, I don't know. My word can't be your bond. No, my my word is my bond. So yeah. when I when I wish something with 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 the uh, added to uh, my word is my bond to intent. So shall it be done, kind of deal. You know, if you go right back to old English, people didn't really talk for nothing. When they said something, it, it better be it better be ironclad, or else you're just a fool, and nobody will pay, pay mind to you. Your word would be nothing.
It looks like Mike got uh, dropped off. No, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Uh, Eric, I believe it was Eric speaking. He was asking you a question. Uh, I or I he did a comment. Eric, okay. can you repeat, please? You're bringing up some good points, Eric. Thank you. But that's why um, I try and be careful where I use the word require because a lot of times I don't have the right or authority. So it's not really a requirement. Like yeah, I can't exactly. I can't require my fellow man to do anything because nope. he's not obligated to do it for me unless he's causing me some harm, loss or injury and now I do have the right or authority because his right or his action is interfering with my right. Yes. Now I do have the right or authority to require compensation to replace the cost. Yeah, if you use it in a life or death situation, in that context, context, you definitely put it. We'll see if um, some man who's acting as a prosecutor is dragging me into court, I have the right and authority to require him to answer my questions. And compensate. But he can't drag you into court if he's not answering your letters. Well, anybody that you're in some kind of a contract with, has a duty and obligation to answer your questions. Yes. Yeah, I guess the uh, the question for him would be, uh, how do I know you? What do I have to do with you? But that's one thing that... Um, a lot of people don't realize is the judge does not have a duty or an obligation to answer your questions. It's the prosecutor that does. Exactly. There's a guy who went into court and he said three things. Uh, pointed to three people. The court clerk he said, I don't know you. He points to the judge, I don't know you. And he points to the prosecutor, and I don't know you. Judge just said, case dismissed. <laughs> there's, 
there's no controversy. How, how does anybody know each other? Right? There's no contract. It's kind of funny. Well, we all know what happened to Saddam, but Saddam Hussein walked into a courtroom and he said, I'm the president of Iraq and I don't recognize this court. True. It didn't work out so well for him, but... It's okay. It's because they're, they're deal- uh, he was dealing with world pirates. People who are bubbled off on Earth. I don't think anybody had clean hands in that incident. Oh, man. No doubt. All that shit that's going on in Syria and stuff, states states have been feeding Muslims uh, all kinds of weapons. They tried tried to get in with with, uh, chemical war, bombs, Stuff like that. Shut them down. No authority. It's all con- create controversy, and that's how they're getting it. They're going to turn it into a, a democratic state. But that's the uh, another one from Iraq, Syria, who's next? They all fall like dominoes. Hey, Mike. Yeah? When they went after Saddam in his country, how were they able to breach his domestic authority? Remember Carl said, uh, you know, you, you can hold your domestic authority? Saddam didn't have enough guns, man. I understand that, that part, but the same thing. Uh, when you're inside your... Uh, your domestic authority, your your home, your the confines of your residence, and they they come to your door, they cannot cross your threshold without breaching your domestic authority. Same thing, same thing with countries. Now, Saddam was in his country, his homeland. How is it they were they were able to breach his domestic authority? Probably because. Saddam Hussein is not a man, he's a president. And he was in the, the, whatever, the world court, which is not a real court. Saddam wasn't doing any common law that I'm aware of. Well, technically, when the police come to your door um, uh, to place you under arrest, they presume... You're a citizen. Now, even though they have that presumption, you're still within your domestic authority. Yeah. So even though they presumed, and it was well known that he's titled the president or the leader of that country, they can presume he has a title, but... You know, maybe he didn't own up to the title. He can be a man. He can be a man when he wants to be a man, and he can be titled whenever he wants to be titled. Well, I don't think he denied it at all. 
So he walked right. right into court and he said, I'm the president of Iraq. Well, okay. So then domestic authority would have uh, still held true if he would have claimed he was a man. Well, I think even as the president of Iraq, still he's got something called domestic authority, but I guess it's a little different when you're the United States military and you've duped the whole world population into thinking they have to get this guy. Yeah. It's easier to break the rules when you got the whole world on your side. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's it's also pretty easy when you got all the bombs. Yeah, the United States are nothing but world bullies, that's all. Schoolyard bullies. Yep. Well, when they were pursuing him, didn't they uh, get his two sons first, Uday and Kusei? I'm not sure. I think one of his sons got hung with him. Yeah, well, they got Uday and Kusei first, and they were looking for him, and they couldn't bag Dad. <laughs> That's a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his domestic authority yeah, didn't hold uh, too strong. But they killed both Uday and Husei while they were looking for him. They killed both of them. Yeah. They hung somebody else with him, unless it was some other, either other son or uh, I forgot who it was. Yeah, that whole Saddam thing, that was uh, a pretty different case than most cases. It's one thing when the cops are banging on your door. And it's another thing when this is, you're starting a full-out war over it. It's kind of hard to compare what we're doing to what Saddam was involved with. Like Carl said there, the Indian said, yeah, that land is yours. Have fun uh, getting it back with, with the army. <laughs> well, technically, that's what backs up all the currencies. Well, whatever is the strongest currency, um, it's backed by military and might. Nothing else. It's just paper. Well, it's also backed by the full credit increase, full credit in the face of the people. If everybody believes it's worth something, it's worth something. That's right, just a belief. <clears throat> so if it's backed by the people, and the people are technically defined as the land, is that correct? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> But see, I don't, I don't like that term, the people. I have no clue what people they're talking about. The people in this situation are different than the people in that situation. So which people? It sounds too generalized. 
But especially when, like, it, I think actually if you look up the word public, it will probably actually say the people of the state. I don't know, the people of the state means people that are part of the state. My guess is they're talking about the corporate state and not the physical land. That's right. And every man is an individual state. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like getting into all that crap, but technically, yes. I don't call myself a sovereign. I don't call myself a king. I don't call myself a nation or a country or a state. Just a man is good enough for me. Keep it simple. Yep. I don't know, this, that whole, the people, what the people of the Boy Scout Hall, the people down at the jail, the people of the state, I don't know. I don't know who I'm giving jurisdiction over if I just say I'm one of the people. I certainly don't want to say I'm one of the people of the state of California. And if the people are a collective, how can a collective be one voice? Yeah. If I'm just if I'm I'm if I'm just out there self governing, then none of it applies to me anyways, what do I care? I also think it's funny, too, when people are like, oh, I'm part of the republic. Well, why don't you research what republic means? I'd rather be self-governing, thanks. The Bible talked about publicans. Tax collectors. (laughs) What's that? Publicans are tax collectors, right? Yep. I don't know what a Republican is, but... Come back for more taxes. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. Republic doesn't sound all that appealing to me unless I need a benefit. Anytime you you, you claim a, a title or a position under statutory or their legalese, it always tends to do harm. Unless you're placed in a position to have a, a, to uh, obtain a benefit. Well, if, if me and you are going to enter into a contract together and I'm the one writing up the contract, who do you think's got the upper hand? Certainly, I'm not going to write a contract that benefits you and harms me. So when you're signing a government contract, there was a huge team of lawyers writing that thing up. They know exactly what they're saying, what they're doing. They're not writing this contract so they lose, that's for sure.
that's what makes me laugh whenever you get a government document, some kind of application or whatever. Usually says right at the top, full legal name of person making this application. Or it'll say full legal name or legal name of person. They're not hiding anything. They're calling you a legal person right out. Well, a lot of times uh, a, a governmental entity, a, mun- a municipality, city, county, state, they'll identify themselves as a corporation right on their logo. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, the right on the right on the city letterhead, it'll say the corporation of the city of Hamilton. They don't hide it. That, as soon as you drive into it, it usually say corporate limits. And they tell you right on the application that you got to submit the application to somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's all there. Get on your knees and beg. Submit. And all the all the usual words are there, reside, citizen. They're not stupid. They don't know how to write this stuff. Yeah, we're just so used to seeing it every day that it just it just fades white page. Yep. Now that our eyes are a little bit open we just each word. But it just makes me laugh, like, how many times has somebody handed somebody a contract and it says right at the bottom of the contract, I have read and understand the terms and conditions of this contract, and they got a signature line. But you friggin' told them you fully understand it all. Now you're going to say, I don't like this, I don't like this deal anymore. Well, when I was 16, when I got my driver's license... First thing on uh, the driver's license was uh, the application was I forfeit the right to travel. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, at 16, I'm not even legally bound to 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 uh, to get into contract with the government, so it's still employed. <laughs> Same with my social insurance number. I got that at like 12. That's pretty funny. Yeah, the good old government intercoursing with minors. Exactly what they do. But it's okay, because they get their parents' consent. They're the biggest molesters.
So has anybody heard of Carl lately, or what's going on with Frank? Yeah, I haven't heard anything.
Cost of one. See what happens when I walk away. I'm here. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Okay. I'm gonna gonna hand my gonna hand my W four V to uh, my employer okay. tomorrow, and we'll see what happens. Hey, do you, do you know if uh, do you know if it still takes a while for that to get through? Like maybe about two weeks to two months, because I hear uh, I hear that from just Dave a lot. Like when like certain things are happening with. I don't know. Um, the girl that uh, is uh, in charge of the payroll. Every time he goes there, apparently she's never there. So the other secretary um, told him today to uh, resubmit, and she will do something about it. So we'll see. Uh, as far as the time limit, <coughs> it shouldn't be a time. Excuse me. <clears throat> Just had some more popcorn. Oh, I'm stuck on popcorn. Sorry. But anyhow, um, there shouldn't be a time limit. And also, they should uh, reimburse everything that they have taken out uh, from the day one that you did. You signed. Um, you signed these forms. That's what I'm guessing. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm new to this, so um, again, we'll see. Yeah, no, that's fine. But I can't see why it will not work. Yeah. Okay. I have to get going soon. My friend's having an episode. Oh, this uh, is Money Mike. Just, yeah, Money Mike. Hi, Mike. Yeah, hang on a second. I need to mute off for a second, okay? okay. Sorry. I'll be, I'll try I'll try to return as soon as I can. Okay. Is Mike still on the call? Yeah, I'm still here. So what did you end up doing with those lemons? Uh, mixed them with water and honey and drank them. Oh, good. That's actually better for you in the morning, but that's what I'm told. On an empty stomach. Hmm. But not to get away from common law. Janine, do you have anything to say? I'm surprised you're not on. Uh, Apparently, um, Aquila has something to say. I'm guessing. I'm doing this live um, talk show, and I really don't like how they have their chat. Well, Quella, jump on the call. And somebody mentioned that they are going to um, donate to you, Mike. That was on the chat. Cool, I could use a donation. 
I'm scrounging for change right now so I can get a coffee. Oh, that's not good. I ended up cashing in my change <coughs> about two weeks ago and got the uh, run around with the bank. Because <coughs> apparently, you know where where um, the banks have those um, uh, machines that you can throw your um, change in? And apparently these people were counting their change before they threw in the change. And here, uh, they were not, say they threw in 20 bucks of change and they only got, say, 15 bucks back. So they end up calling, um, I guess, the news or whatever. I guess it was the news. And here they witnessed over 10 transactions of TD Bank doing the same thing and then they have what is called the uh, coin store, and they were one hundred. The coin store machine was one hundred percent correct on your change. So now there's a huge TD Bank end up taking, um, setting down their uh, change machines, and apparently they have a huge, huge lawsuit right now. And then they're still trying to trick the uh, people. Um, they tell you to take the change to uh, Coinstar, Coinstar, and then you get a receipt. And I did that, and the lady told me, you better take it to TD Bank first because they won't give you what, they, what the Coinstar charges in the grocery store. Or maybe it's just the corn star. Coin star. Keep wanting to say coin. Or corn. Anyhow. Uh, so what I did is end up doing a deposit slip. Didn't even know I was supposed to do that. Um, but apparently I'd, I made the right move on that one. Because if you didn't do that, then they would not go through the trains. Um they will not transfer it to your account. And then they would charge an extra fee. Pretty wild making money on exchange. I know. Huh. Now I'm told that TV Bank is going to be stopping that within, um, well, I guess it now it should be up by now. They're not allowing the corn store to... Um, make a transaction or I mean you you can still do it with that machine but TD Bank is not going to be taking um, your I guess basically your deposit from that machine so I don't know we'll see So, Mike, did you get enough money for that cup of coffee? Not yet.
Cheyenne? Yes. <clears throat> God, what an adventure. I try to help her as best as I can, but you know, it's just there are day, there are nights, you know. I'll tell you when I come in. How's about that? Okay. Oh, you talking to her? Yeah, she's trying to. Cheyenne, did you get your house back? No, I did not. Did you buy another house? No, I did not. I did do a, a uh, appeal, and apparently I was turned down on the eviction again. Hello? I'm sorry, what? You applied for another loan? Oh, I tried uh, prior to the eviction, uh, prior to uh, the foreclosure. And like other people, everyone was turned down. And they tell you to wait 90 days not to make a payment. And then once you you do that, then they end up having you in um, default. It's another trickery that the banks pull. What I know now, I wish I wouldn't have known then. But the house that we moved into, they were trying to take it for um, property tax. And I don't know how it is with your state, but here in Jersey and Pennsylvania, jobs have been few and far between. And then it really gets bad around elections. And then have you noticed at the grocery store, the prices are going up, but the cans or the box of, say, cereal and cans of vegetables are going down. They're making them smaller and smaller, but the price is going up. That's been foretold for years that the price of food is going to go skyrocket. Well... True. On my house, I had a huge, huge garden. Next time again, I would end up um, planting a lot of nut trees and fruit trees. I can't tell you how many people, and Mike, I know this has nothing to do with common law, so I'm going to quit stop this with I'm going to end up end it with this so many people that I know have fruit trees and they just let the fruit go in the ground for the bees and do you know how much canning you can do with all that fruit but anyhow let's go back to common law so Mike doesn't kick my ass
Rules of gardening are kind of like a common law in and of itself in that respect. I mean, I want you to think about it, you know, like most common law is like, you know, that which is, uh, you know, which is common to uh, the to the society or to the people. And you can probably say that, you know, most rules in general are kind of a law in that respect too, no? You got a good point there. Not trying to not not trying to stick with the gardening thing though, but you know, I you know, I'm just trying to you know trying to see if a, you know, maybe maybe we can find another subject too that's like not too far off, but uh, just more closer to that type of common law. <clears throat> maybe religion type or well, no, I mean I, you know what I mean. I mean like uh, uh, I mean you know. Like when you practice them religiously too, that that can be a common law too. Following the following the rules of the Bible, or not the rules, following all the Bible code and stuff, and uh, you know. But how do you know that Bible is true? And right, I know right. Mike Mike even mentioned that, and I always thought if, that before. Right. If however, if however, a certain group group and you get a large enough group, and then you know they believe it, you know, and then what? Who am I to argue with that? This does. This does. However, uh, this does. However, kind of seem to create a, a little problem, because now there's uh, now there seems to be this maxim that seems to outweigh the the like the 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 common, not the common law, but like like anyone trying to practice like a law or any type of just, you know wanting to defend himself. Uh, that next that um, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. So you know. <clears throat> You cannot make your own little personal law so much to the point where they get scared, and then they're gonna they're gonna start um, you know changing everything around to get rid of you. It's kind of like what they did with Hussein. Um, he didn't have a really big army, he... but he had a but he had a big but he had a big enough system going to just like him him and Gaddafi because uh, they were. They were trying to create their own system, and they they were starting to do their currency system well, and they were doing well without having to have having to be backed up by a major uh, war power, and that's why we got rid of them both. But do you really think we did? Hmm. I don't know. If we if you know if, if we actually created another problem, uh, or did we just actually uh, strengthen their system that they created? I mean, look at all this, the uh, false flags they're throwing out. <laughs> Again, but Eric, we have to get back to common law. I promise, yep. Mike. Wasn't even talking. Putting putting require putting a require wish and demand, uh, even with commas separated, uh, can always be misinterpreted by the person by the ones reading it as uh, all three things to be, you know. To be, uh, you know, said right there. I, re- you know, I request wish and demand. They don't care if they read the commas or not because they're so dumbed down with their own self. So you got to be careful. That no, I know I heard that earlier. You ever used so, the word yeah. request? Or was it? Requ- it was required, wish, and demand. Right. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't use demand. Uh, require yeah. and wish. Right. 
Well, I ended up going to court one time at the uh, recorder of deeds, and I um, they wouldn't file. Oh, I don't even recall what I was um, putting in, but um, this was like four years ago, and here um, they wouldn't they wouldn't file it. So I asked for the main, you know, the supervisor and whatnot, and then I used that file on demand, and that didn't work for me. But my tells me I I did it wrong, um, or I left them. I didn't do it wrong. I just left them control. And then they wanted me to get an acknowledgement. Well, they had me going around in circles with the town I I, I wasn't familiar with. You didn't know their common law. I'm sorry, what? So you didn't know their common law, their stuff? Well, no, they were just throwing me back into their codes and statutes. And apparently, according to Mike, I allowed it. Because when I did do uh, Fallon Demand, that's when oh hell what actually broke loose and it's our way or or no way. I said, well, isn't isn't this the people's court? No, the courthouse is up a block. So I learned, you know, I learned a little bit that day. But apparently they're keeping, oh, in Pennsylvania where I, where I deal with, is they're keeping the court record away from the courthouse. Now here in Jersey, anything you file, you've got to file it in this area anyhow. You have to file it in Trenton before it even goes to the courthouse. So actually, you're filing everything into the administrative offices. They overlook it, and then they put it into the courthouse, which mm-hmm. I think is very odd. How far away were they trying to separate that? Like about what, on, miles or something, or on which one? Uh, you separate the court of record from the the, the regular courts that you were at. It was a, you know, that was a you that mean? was a block away, and then on Jersey, you're you're dealing with the administrative office, which is in Trenton, and then the um, the courthouse is in Woodbury, which is many miles away. So you actually, you, whatever you put into the courthouse, you have to go through the administrative process before you can put it into the courthouse. Or actually, I'm sorry, they put it into the courthouse. Which I think so bizarre. See, in my courthouse in Pennsylvania, you just go to the courthouse, the justice system or center is what they're called, and then you just file it right there. But if you want to make it public record, then you walk a block away and put it into the recorder of deeds. Okay. But I did notice on uh, Pennsylvania when you use the word the word man or woman, 
they do treat you a little bit different. Hmm. I've noticed that. Silly question, but uh, the court of record, um, whatever building that is in, is that in a public building? Or whether it matters or not, what kind of a building that is, but uh, are are all the courts and the ministry, whatever building that they're in, uh, are they, they, they pretty much the same where they have security and stuff at the door? Yes. Okay. I mean, how long does it take you to get past them? Well, you just walk through the uh, metal detector. But what it is, it's right. just the, um, it's a, um, <clears throat> what do you call them, um, like security guards, like you have at Walmart. And then the sheriff deputies are in the back. So I guess the reason they're doing that, and Mike, you can chime in, I guess the reason they're doing that is so they're not held liable. I mean, why wouldn't the deputies ban the station under that, you know, that metal detector? Why would they get a subcontractor to man that? Am I making any sense? Well, I mean, when I when I enter the place, I mean, I I, I I'm not I don't say I don't have time to notice or not able to notice, but uh, I, my presumption is is that they're all the same, you know, guards and same whatever it is working right there because to have you know. Um, so whoever is whoever's there uh doing that, you know, liable you know, they're liable anyway. So it's like I don't care if it's a deputy, I don't care if it's the president of the United uh planets, uh, you know, let me in, you know, so I can, you know, have court. Uh, I'll follow the rigmarole if I have to, but if you're gonna follow to do you know, charge over some extra steps for no reason, that's only gonna make you know, make me like start to challenge. <laughs> because let's face it, I you know there's no there's no point for that. Now, granted, if it's my money paying for that and you know that service, and you know I don't mind the benefit. <clears throat> Sometimes it's good. I love I love going through the metal detector, and it's not like you know it's not the one with the radiation and stuff. But then one day one day they they gave me the wand. I'm like, wait, what is that? You know, and I didn't know if it was you know had the radiation or not. But then I studied it, and I'm like, you know, and I'm like, oh yeah, I know that model. Go ahead, you can wand me away. They're always going right down by the by the hoo hoo ha ha's and the parts right there, not mm-hmm. not by the pockets. Right. I'm like, what do I got? What do you think I got there? The president? Uh, what do you think do I got there? The, the actual family jewels? <laughs> like, you know what? Right. Okay, now we are off topic. Yeah, so we need to go back to common law now. Okay. Steel balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> My iron rod. Taze him. <laughs> iron Rod. I just saw them perform at the forum last night. They were really awesome. All right. No. <laughs> All right. But Come I'm on, guys. Here. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <along. laughs> Please. Anybody, anybody got a question for Mike now? Come on. <laughs> hey, Mike. I'm always serious. Yes. Mike, oh, no, 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 no. Not me. I'm sorry. The other Mike. The real Mike. I'll mute out. I think Mike dropped. 
I sent him a donation. I wanted to see if he got it. I think he dropped. I don't see him on chat. All right. Mike, are you there? Well, Dave, thank you so much for sending him a uh, donation. Thank you so much. Just, just shoot him an email. He'll email you back. What's his email? It's in the PayPal account. I don't know, I'm out of that now. I, I kind of got knocked off the chat when I when I went on his PayPal account. Yeah, just go back in the PayPal and uh, review, and you'll find it. Well, when I logged back on, it only picked up from the point I logged on. So I got to go to the, uh, the chat or whatever after the show's over. No, he's talking about if you made a donation and and if you made it through PayPal. Yeah, I did. They will end up giving you his um, email address. Did you do it in Canadian dollars? No. <laughs> I wonder, if Mike, uh, how much that'll cost to change back. Canadian. Oh, yeah. really? It's, it's, really? It's good. Pull your pants down, take it. Tell you that much. I didn't know that. Oh, he he can probably just use it and start buying uh, American stuff. That works too. Well, I think right now he's just um, jonesing for uh, food and uh, coffee because he was. That's probably where he went. He probably dropped the call. Probably charged his phone and went out for a cup of coffee. What? The mic's not hurt. This is Canada, the land, the land of abundance. The land of milk and honey. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, how more expensive is that from the states? Well, our dollar is only seventy-six cents or something like that, so we're already getting fucked over there. Mm-mm-mm. So $100 of us is about $75 Canadian. Yeah, $75 American. Plus the exchange rate. They're probably only getting 70 bucks for our $100. Wow. That's sad. Extremely, and then when our dollar dips really, really low, you Americans come over here and buy all our vehicles. Well, maybe because you um, make better uh, vehicles than us, huh? Yeah, they're winterized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you Don't go. worry, it's not going to be the Americans. It'll be the Chinese going to be buying everything up. <laughs> well, I think they already are. Oh, yeah. We're shipping uh, our scrap aluminum for crying out loud. Like how, how insane is that that we're, that we're not producing nothing or, or manufacturing? Sick. Like Carl said, it's uh, redistribution. And then well, if you uh, listen to Walter V, 
It's all about redistribution of wealth. You'll see. It's all well, for plan. If we're shipping the scrap metal, now over here it's it's probably what, um, it's it's not much right now. But how much do you think it is over there that, I mean, that would cost a lot to ship it well, over there. First of all, they have no material there. Why? Well, they've got billions and billions and billions of people. Well, you're talking about where? In uh, China, we ship raw material, and they make our TVs, our phones, our our, our things. Right. So right. we're continuously sending raw material. Right. Okay. Now, okay. If, if they procure material, they're going to want to get it as cheap as they can. Right. Which they so, do. It's easier to, to buy scrap than it is to, to, to buy uh, uh, foundered or whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, brand spanking new material. Right? I talked to a supervisor one time about how, um, I forget what I had, a cell phone printer, whatever. But it, it just seems like every time you buy something, it it dies right before the warranty or after. It's like it's like a day after the warranty. And I end up mentioning that to a supervisor, and then they said, "Yeah, that's how they end up keeping the the uh, cash flow going. The people in business over there, you know, they make it uh, so it just ends up in the in the uh, landfill." Oh, I don't believe that. I had a, a printer. I paid uh, $35 for it. I got six years out of it. It rolled uh, probably 500,000 miles in its original box, and I used it uh, daily. And it bounced around so much that there's parts of the plastic that's worn out mm-hmm. from just rubbing up against the styrofoam. Mm-hmm. And cardboard, mm-hmm. and uh, just cast out on me. Well, didn't cast out. I could still use it to, to print uh, paper, but it's not the, the nicest quality or anything like that. Well, no, I had some printers that last me for years and years and years. But it just seems like here recently, they're making stuff so cheap. Or I don't. I, that's not the word I want to use, but that it's just going to land in the landfill. Um, if I'm saying that correctly, but does this have? Yeah, anything now and then you'll with? get a lemon for sure. Yeah. And and it is cheaper, and it's not it's not efficient. Throw it away. That's that. When you're looking at at economics, that yeah, I'm back. 
hey, there you are. We were talking about common law the whole time you were gone. Right, Eric? It might be some <laughs> donation. You get it? Uh, that. Okay, okay, right now. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, that's right. I forgot about him. Yeah, Mike. Um, I want me to make a uh, donation to you. Yep, I got it. All right. Good man. And, and Mike, can you explain that when someone does a donation to you, um, I guess it was Eric that mentioned if it wasn't done in, um, oh, who was the guy that was talking about that? If you didn't turn it over to Canada money? What do you mean? You mean exchange rate? I guess. I'm new to it, so I have no clue. But somebody was end up mentioning that. I thought it was Eric, but it couldn't be Illinois. So, anyhow, my, my question would be if someone makes a donation and they do it in U.S. dollars, uh, does that mess you up as far as costing, costing more? Or they take no. out? If if somebody was to send me a hundred dollars American, I would get more than a hundred dollars Canadian. Oh, okay. American money is apparently worth more than Canadian money. Hmm. At least now, usually is anyway. It's pretty rare when our dollar strong. Uh, when our dollar strong, Americans don't buy Canadian. But when yeah, our dollars like Forty years. Yeah, when our dollar's really low, you guys come over here and buy all our stuff. When our dollar's really high, you guys don't want nothing to do with us. Okay, so that's good to know. We corrected the record on that. And again, thank you um, for the guy to um, that has donated to Mike. I thank you. I thank you. That was Lenny, right? Yeah, that's me, Mike. Yeah, I recognize your voice. Yeah, thanks for the donation. Enjoy. You deserve it. What was that? I told him enjoy. He deserves it. Oh, absolutely. Now, you do know he's giving me 80% of that, right? You got to come up and get it. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> nope, he's worth 100% of that. Oh, shoot. Shoot what? Shoot that weapon. Shoot. 
Go on. Someone has to have a question or something they want to speak about. Speak about. Go on, guys. I still say my require and wish is almost the same thing. Mm. Which is closer to respect, and which uh, uh, would probably be closer to say a uh, request. Although that's just my that's just my own inner feeling on it, though. You know, uh, Mike's more uh, better with the words though uh, on his end, so he probably gets a different um, different uh, feeling off of that. But we don't want to right. use request. request. Is like taking a number and you're pending. Right. Yeah, we don't want to use your request. Right. I, don't I think require is actually like a demand. A wish is more like. Well, request is like like you're finding something, you're refining, like you're going on a quest. So, well, so I, if there's a request, well, what was quested originally? That that you know. Kind of like uh, what California Dallas once said. Uh, he got released one time. Says, "What do you mean released? I mean, well, who leased me to begin with?" <clears throat> it was kind of like that. Right, I remember that. Yeah. Or actually, yeah. there was a actually there was a guy who did that while he was in jail. That was he was on one of the calls. No, not Dean. He was on one of the calls. Yeah, he said it. Well, Dean's still in jail. Yeah, but he's the one who first talked about being released from the society. California, Dallas. Uh, that was on uh, Angela's call. Yeah, I remember Dallas saying that. I've thought about that too, released. Released to who? Not Dallas, Texas, though, California, Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's pretty cool. Dallas, <laughs> he's pretty sharp. Dallas from uh, Texas just had a uh, baby girl. Probably about six months ago. The Boombender? Yeah. Awesome. Boombender, yeah. Yep. So that's the second uh, little girl. That's good. Yep. And I don't know. I, I know he was uh, doing the battle of uh, property tax. Um, actually, I should probably Skype him and see how um, he was making out with that. Tell him I said hey. I will. Yeah, it, it it makes me laugh certain things about the legalese world, like uh, like a deposition, like they duped the entire planet. It's not a deposition, a deposition. It's a deposition. They pronounce the word funny, and nobody knows what it means anymore. Oh, well, Mike, don't don't they do that with a lot of words, especially like with uh, latch? They yes. uh, leave out the t. Yeah. I mean, there's certain words you can look at, and they leave out certain letters. Yeah, but I just think it's funny. Like it, it's the exact same word. It's they just pronounce it funny, so now right. it means something different. We don't know that they're depositioning us from our sta- our standing. Right. Well, even on the, um, um, I was on the. Uh, don't yell at me. I was on the uh, Constitution. Uh, law on here on uh, Jersey, and you wouldn't believe how many words I've seen shall, may, or must. 
Yeah, must is a horny elephant or a, a moldy cow. <laughs> What's May then? May. I horny. Um, I I require. I I stop being horny. Oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, stop it. <laughs> Lord, I apologize. Okay, back to common law. Uh, <clears throat> um, well, shall is yeah. future. May Colin and must. Isn't that also, isn't that careful. future as well? Be careful about the word shall because in some of their codes it, it says shall is an order or it's a demand oh. or it's mandatory or something. If if it's in their um, code, if they... If Colin they, was talking about that too. He was talking about that Friday, uh, about that word shall and will and stuff like that. And he was kind of, he was kind of debating about that. Not sure if like a... You know, if he, he was, you know, because he heard about like Carl talking about talk, about that all the time, and yeah. Well, if you look it up, it shall does say future. <coughs> yeah, but it it doesn't mean. But there's no. Okay, say, let's let's say just for fun, let's say shall absolutely means at some point in the future. That's absolutely irrelevant if you're reading their code. And it says in this code the word shall means mandatory. Then, then and uh, then for and that then code, what happens is you put a like say like say yeah you put shall but then you sit you, then you put like a time frame in front of it. So then that you know that definitely turns it into a must as well, right? Or not a must, but you know like you got to do it. It's like you know shall do this uh, by December something nineteen whatever, you know. That's that's what I always wanted to debate about that too with Carl, but I never got a chance to. But you know. but see, it's I I do the exact same thing to them. Like um, if 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 Bob writes a letter, if 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 Bob writes me a letter and he says, um, you must do this, that, the other thing, whatever. I'll write back to him and I'll say, greetings, Bob. Who is you that you refer to in your letter? But but when I'm writing my letter to Bob, I will write, greetings, Bob. Thank you, comma, Bob, for your letter. So I'm, I'm, I'm using the word you, which is plural and could mean anybody. But and then I put you, Bob. I'm specifically nailing Bob. It's you that I'm coming after, Bob. You got my letter, Bob? I'm specifically calling him out by saying you, Bob. So if they're writing in their in their document to me, uh, you shall by June 30th do X, Y, and Z, then I'm going to write him a letter right back and ask him some kind of question or something if he has any, if he believes he has any right or authority to put demands or obligations on me or... That's the thing Carl always says too. It's like a it's like a ping pong game. They smash the ball over, you smash it back. They smash another one over, you smash it. They just keep sending letters back and forth. Yeah, and then if they name your name, just say, Are you are you requiring are you are you requesting the legal person uh And as long as you're Yeah, and as long as you're just volleying them back and forth and nothing else is happening, that's okay too, but uh 
a lot of times I hear that uh, that uh, while that's happening, you know, the other things are going on behind the scenes and they're starting moving up against you. That's you got to be careful about. Right, so they, end the, right to, they end up taking you right. Private. They end up taking you right to court. <clears throat> yeah. Well, you know, while you're doing the other thing. That's when you 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 bring out the paperwork and say this is being settled in the private. I don't even know why we're here. Well, you don't bring the paperwork out because it's private. As soon as you bring the private letters into the public, they have jurisdiction. It's not private anymore. Uh, good point. Good point. But are we? In, are you in public at that time when you're in the courtroom? Or or is that or is that a private? Just because what I what I go here is like say I'll say uh, I mean this is one thing I was like I'll say I'm like if there's some kind of matter concerning the you know as long as it's in the private says yeah I'm here for that matter. Um. Well, you're in a public venue. Um, yeah, that's another thing that's kind of debatable too. It depends on how technical you want to get. But yeah. I don't believe any of these guys are public. I think it's all a private little scam they got going. Like when you read, when you look at their codes, they tell you that their codes are copyrighted. Right there, it's private. How do you copyright something that's public? How do you copyright yeah. the public park or the public library? I agree with you, Mike. I agree 100%. You can't copyright public stuff. It's for the... And then, they want, and then when they want us to register with their public library, they want us to bring up private documents, you know, like a check stub or uh, whatever the hell it is now. Like where I'm at in San Antonio, that, you know, like the requirement is to have a check stub and some other kind of proof, you know, proof of, you know, proof of either address or residency. I'm like... No, I'm public. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, it gets back to what I was saying earlier. Public means public means the people of the state. So if you're using the public library, then you're one of the people of the state. To me, you're a citizen. To me, they have jurisdiction. Citizens have duties and obligations. They receive benefits and privileges. They're kind of like servants too, aren't they? Well, the way I don't know, it's it's a little bit confusing. It's kind of a matter of being quick on your feet and rebutting them. But I don't know. I could technically be a private person in public. Hmm. So maybe I'm out on common ground where the public can see me but I'm not acting as a public official or any kind of a public officer, no public servant. Would it probably, would yeah. they probably be more private if like, say like, like you're out in the public, but you're in private, but you're just, you know, going about your own thing and nobody's bothering you. Would that, that, that make it more better that way, you know, in terms of private, because let's face it, if somebody comes up to them and public don't know that uh, what's going on there, see what I'm saying? Something could be perceived as a, something public happening there? Well, if you're out in the public areas and you're doing mm-hmm. things that are against public policy, then you're going to have a problem. But if you're just, I don't know, like when, if I leave my house, I walk to the store for a pack of smokes. I'm not conducting any public business. This is my private affairs I'm carrying out. 
nobody can say anything to me unless I actually do something wrong in public. Okay. And then, like, even if they're saying, for example, they're saying I'm jaywalking, now they're going to have to prove that I'm a party to some kind of a contract where I'm identified as a pedestrian. Because pedestrians might have rules about jaywalking. I don't know. I have no clue what jaywalking is. I walk. Right. right. But so make if, sure, and, and just don't make sure you do, make sure you don't get into a situation where you need like a you know like you have a group of them behind you know like 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 Cohen said like you know don't have a jury trial for that because then uh, everybody else thinks the pedestrian and you know that's you know yeah you are a pedestrian you pay the damn ticket you know that's kind of like that. But see, it, it all depends on who you are what your personality is, what you're trying to achieve. But for me, I think if it, if it was a jaywalking case, I think I might want to have a jury, even if I think the jury's going to vote against me because they're not going to take my house and kids because I got beat for a jaywalking ticket. So there's not really right. any high stakes. So I might want to have a jury trial just so I can educate the jury. Because they're going if if they start if they get a load of my nonsense before trial, they're not going to want to have a jury. Or either that, or the the or the I don't know, say the judge, but whatever happens there, uh, they're going to want to not get rid of them, but kind of like halted right there. Yeah, because I remember I remember yeah, because I remember one time there was supposedly a, I forgot what the case was, but some woman was. Uh, you know, uh, I guess I guess they were speaking whatever it was, legalese or something, and yes, and then uh, she just says, uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't understand legalese for the record or something, and then uh, he stopped it right there and just had the jury, you know, leave right away and just I guess they ended the ended the trial, whatever it was to begin. I forgot what that was and what if if it was on Carl's or uh, whose show it was on, but yeah, yeah, they got all kinds of tricks for that, like. Um... Well, for one, they can threaten you with contempt. One thing they can do is kick the jury out of the room and scream and yell and jump up and down and threaten you. Or they can take the jury into another room and instruct the jury, don't listen to anything that guy's saying. You have to find him guilty. This is what the law says, and you know what to do, so do it. And the jury's like, oh, the judge told us to call him guilty. Or if there's two... Or if there's two you know, trials going on, you know, they switch juries. Yeah. Yeah, they, they got all kinds of stupid games. Make you go and watch the rest of your trial down the hall on TV. Have a public defender do it. Like, there's all yeah, kinds of stupid games. sandbox. You just got to, uh, see, that's, it's, that's why it's a good reason to do everything on paper and be very polite and respectful because you don't want them attacking you. Well, they're already kind of attacking you, but... In the beginning, they're usually a little bit polite and honorable about how they're conducting themselves. But if it's like um, if it's like a serious case that's been dragging on for a long time and they got millions of dollars wrapped up in it, they're going to yeah. be fighting you like crazy every step and of the way. Just, and they're just trying to get you over to their side or whatever. And they're just trying to get you to you know go off the you know go off the wrong way. As long as you stay, you know, you're just, I guess, calm and collective, or if you know, you, you know what you're doing, yeah, that's fine. But that's another one of their big tricks, and it seems to work quite a bit, is 
if they think they're losing, they just send you a whole bunch of ridiculous paperwork and tell you you got certain deadlines to reply to this or that or whatever. And they just get you scared. So you scramble and start filing ridiculous paperwork. And eventually you're going to contradict yourself or you're going to give up jurisdiction or something. Though, I don't know, everything they do is some kind of a trick. Almost everything they do. But they'll send you nonsense documents that mean absolutely nothing just to get a response out of you. Yeah, brain fart, excuse me. Can't think for a second. Somebody else somebody else talk. <clears throat> Let me see what we got here. No, I'm tapped out. Gosh darn it. Oh, damn. Jurisdiction uh, get in control. Oh, um hmm. Yeah, I went the I went the paper route too, just to get out of court. That was last. Um, that was last. That was actually almost. Uh, yeah, that's probably about ten months ago. Uh, for the was it for the was it for the ticket? Yeah, it was for the jaywalking ticket. And so I did to just to not you know get in any jurisdiction. I just wrote the uh, just to get out of there, you know. Um, Wrote down because I waited for the judge and he came in late, so I just wrote. I waited here. He didn't show up, and you know, the, I, you know, and I, I require the, you know, this whatever this case is because there was a case on there because there was a case number on the thing. They call it a cause number. Again, that those different words, and uh, you know, I just as I require, you know, require this. Uh, actually, I didn't say I required it. Uh, it was. Um, you know, I came here and uh, and uh, and it was scheduled to be on time. And it didn't was on time, so therefore the case must be discharged. And I signed it and whatever, and I even thumbprinted it, handed it to the prosecutor. And I know it looks like he was in a hand. I should probably should have stayed, but I could tell just by the way he gave a double take while I was going out the door that everything was that I had this bill and everything was be all right. And uh, when that happened, everything was good. Did a nice double take. He was like, "What? What? What?" You know. So if there's something that's working there, well, good. <clears throat> maybe, maybe, maybe one day I'll get the nerve just to follow up on the case to see what happened uh, without uh, worry about. Um, you know, I always get a goofy uh, feeling in the back of my mind that, like, if I start looking the darn thing up or like calling about it, that uh, that uh, the. Uh, Mysterious, they will start coming after me. That that would be an admission of of, uh, of doubt. And, uh, right. And a sign of oh, okay. But that's only on my end, though, isn't it? Yeah, right? and then like if you're gonna open up the box. Well, right. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, but so I see what you mean now. So because I'm going back over to the, so I'm technically like. Even though, like, I'm not going into their building, I'm still kind of like going into their world, right? By doing no, that. No, so, no, you're not. You're not standing on your word. You walk. You walked out to a finish. You said it was finished. They're your public uh-huh. servants. You ordered uh-huh. them. 
And then you're going to come okay. back and say, uh, yeah, so what did you guys do with that? Who cares? It's oh, done. okay. Just, if they, awesome. they, want, if they want to bring just you back going, here, with just go and uh, look in the case file, see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good idea. So it should be online on the on the Pacer, huh? The case file, huh? Well, I think okay. Pacer's only for federal cases, but can I go oh. on a double, double Yeah, I don't know if mine was federal or state, or not. it might have been state. Was it jaywalking? <laughs> yeah, they're jaywalking, yeah. Like, uh, not, walking against the red light. That's not federal yeah. or state. That's just federal. your city. Yeah. I guess I would yeah. think it's just the city bylaw. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a complete joke. Like, I have no idea. Like, if... Hold on. Me? Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Um, if... Um, shit, I just forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, yeah. If, um, if... <laughs> If you're behind the wheel of a car and you have uh, a driver's license in your pocket, I get that they're saying you're you're a motor vehicle operator and you're bound to something called the Motor Vehicle Act or the Motor Highway Traffic Act or the Motor Vehicle Code. There's some kind of presumptive evidence that you're bound to a contract, but. I have no idea what what act or what code they're coming at you at. They, what contract did you sign that may have made you a pedestrian? You see what I mean? If you if you apply for a driver's license, there's a presumption that you're a driver. But if you're okay. a pedestrian, how are they linking you to be? Like, where did you accept this title, pedestrian? Right. Like they must have told that, you, you, they must Donaldson, have you. mute out, please. <laughs> Donaldson, is that you, Donaldson? I'm joking around. Sorry. Okay. But when when you got your paperwork, did, didn't it say like um, um like whenever I got busted, it was always say uh, the accused did, and they'll say what they think I did. And then it'll say, contrary to the criminal code of Canada section, blah, blah, blah. Like, they tell, they, they'll they tell you the rules that you broke. So they should have, if you got a, a jaywalking ticket or crossing against the light, whatever that means, it should say where the code is that they're relying on. They should be saying you're bound to the Pedestrian Act of 1988 or some ridiculous piece of paper that they think you're bound to. Cause I'd, yeah, because there, there, there would have to be like a code for that, like or even if it was like a, or a specific one. Uh, uh, good classic example, uh, Carl did that too with Al Barcroft uh, when he had, to, he had to pretend to be somebody else to talk to him. And he says, you know, like, well, if my dog bit your cat, is there a code for that? You know, yeah. It's kind of like that. And yeah. It, but like that that would be a valid question. I don't understand the charges. What what law was right. they charged under? 
Like what act, what code, what statute? Right. Like the, the to me the big question is at what point do you believe I accepted the title pedestrian? What contract are you referring to that leads you to believe that I'm obligated to not cross against the light? Whatever the hell right. that even means. How do you Perhaps cross indeed. How the fuck yeah. do you cross against something <laughs> called a light? Did right. Well, maybe it was, was it believed the uh, was it the day was it was it because you saw me uh, using it that day or the, the you know you believe the day I started using these streets that I was a so-called pedestrian? No, I'm just using these streets, using your bevy, you know, simple as that. <laughs> I'm going from here to there, simple as that. Yeah, just find out. Because the way I see it, for you to be in a courtroom, you had to have caused harm, loss, or injury, or you had to breach a contract. Obviously, you haven't caused any harm, loss, or injury, so they must be. What contract? Contract. What pedestrian? What law obligates me to not cross against the light? Where is this magical piece of paper with my signature on it that said I'm never going to cross against the light, whatever that means? Another reason why I want to kind of go back there, too, is because um, I probably shouldn't, though, because technically it's like it's almost like what the guy said earlier. Then, like, it's like you're giving it back over to them when you do that. And but I wanted to do the... Um, to see if the uh, handing a bill thing worked. Supposedly it's supposed to be done right away, but like since I, you know, didn't know how to do it at the time, and I just want to see if it still stood. Since there's no, since in the common law, there's no statute of limitation. But the problem is now if I'm going back over there, then I'm technically going into theirs. And uh, then there'll be their statute of limitations. I don't know how far that goes over there with them. I mean, I mean, I'm not talking about just like years or stuff like that. But there could be just you know, even just a common sense matter of it all. Like you know, if I go and says here, here's a bill for such and such. I mean, they can easily say, I don't remember that. Case closed. So I'm saying. Well, I'm not a hundred percent sure what you're saying. Are you, are you are you saying that now after the fact you're thinking of sending a bill? Yeah. I because probably, of the, like a real, yeah. I probably wouldn't. I would leave sleeping dogs lie. Okay. If everything's quiet for now, I think I would probably just leave it. And okay. if they come back, then as soon as you get any kind of paperwork from anybody, then deal with it on paper. Gotcha. But there, be aware there is a possibility that next time a cop asks you your name, if you tell them, there could be warrant on the computer. Could be. I doubt it. They're more than likely they would send you something in the mail saying uh, that you got to come in for another court date or they could send you a notification that there's a warrant out for your arrest and turn yourself in or you might be apprehended. Um, but it might just go away. Who knows? If you were to go into the courthouse and talk to the clerk lady and just say, yeah, I need to look at the file. Here's the case number. Hmm. Um, to be honest, for jaywalking, they probably don't have a case. There's probably no problem. Right. right. Hey, you know what? 
that reminds me too of like uh, when you get the warrant. Uh, there was a guy that once was talked on Carl's show. He got a warrant too, and he never went in at all, and they never looked for him. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. I think he's he lives out in Dubai. Kind of sounds like Vin Diesel. You might uh, you might know him. I'm talking. About. I forgot what episodes that was, but he was on a couple of times, that, and he would. Is that that DIY guy or whatever? It might be. I think I know the guy you're talking to, but or talking about. Kind of, kind of sound, uh, kind of sound like this a little bit. Of course, yeah, I could I be accidentally, I could be accidentally sound like Vital, so I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> or Henry Kissinger. <laughs> All right, I got smooth these pockets out. No, that's the guy right there. Okay. Right, anyway, going back to the topic. Uh, Hey, how is Vital doing? Uh, he's been pretty busy lately. Uh, he keeps calling me, and then I call him back, and then I don't know. He's always he's always going somewhere. He's in his car all the time. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he uh, he steers. He doesn't drive or travel. <laughs> yeah, he steers. He steers. So who so who uh, pushes the gas pedal, or or what pushes the gas pedal? <laughs> And, and what and what and what and what some mysterious force uh, uh, moves the stick around to make the motor go dri- uh, driving down the road? No general. The button pusher. <laughs> so that was a Vital uh, laugh right there. I see Gus kicked us all out of work, Ertz. Really? Yeah. He gave us all up. What do you man. mean? Word nerds is gone. Oh, oh, so that's what happens like after he's done with that? Because I know, because I know he hasn't done anything in quite a while. I think, I think, I think he's in honeymoon stage there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in a lot of doubt after the one time when he got into that one trial for that weapon thing. So, like, he started deleting a lot of his episodes because he just did, like, you know, he didn't feel right about having this because he, he thought he nailed it or something, you know, but he thought he nailed Carl's method. But it's like, just, you know, nah, you, you still got to have your own thing. Then you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. Well, it's easier to help other people than it is to do your own stuff. This is true. You got to be careful, though, not to fall into that, though, because it's like, you got to make damn sure, because I, I was very tempted to start doing that myself, but I'm like, no, wait a minute. Let me help myself. Let me try to get through this first, because I don't want to, you know, if I have to sub, you know, I don't, you know, I feel liable, you know. I'd rather have my own, you know, to, you know stuff happen to me. You know, yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I hate taking that, you know, but I got to try it, you know. Yeah, yeah, get the feet wet. Yeah, I'll still admit, I, I'm scared to drown. But I do know that every time I'm doing that, I always see a couple of floats up there. I grab them, and then I can go to safety. Just don't uh, go towards the Titanic over there. <clears throat> yeah, well, I hope uh, Gus does well there. And, uh, he's uh, still above board. I thought uh, what Gus is, that little case that Gus was involved in isn't over? I don't know. Yeah, last I heard it, he got a nulle prosequi, which means do not prosecute. I, as far as I know, they left him alone. I don't even think yeah. he went for a trial. 
Well, nobody can answer his questions, right? Well, I'm not exactly sure how how it all ended, but um, like I don't, I don't, I never really talked to Gus about it. I never really heard all the fine details. But as far as I know, the the case was nully prosecuted. Yeah, exactly. I remember he. Uh, I remember he uploaded uh, on his show the uh, the uh, hearing, at least one or two episodes of it, where yeah, you hear him still, say, "You know, I don't understand legalese." Yep. Yep. Yeah. That every was, time he kept that saying was... it, never. Yeah. Every time he kept saying it, and then I don't know what he was asking, but for every time the judge was saying, "Oh, we're not. We we don't. Uh, what was it? We we cannot give legal advice. We cannot give legal advice." Okay. <laughs> but then there was no right. follow up. Because <laughs> he couldn't say anything else. Well, the funny thing is, is nobody ever asked anybody for legal advice. It had nothing to do with legal advice. Yeah. Like him judge, saying I can't give legal not, him not. saying I can't give legal advice was pure misdirection. There was probably other public members there too, like in like uh, listening, you know, or like watching in. So like they had had to make sure that they didn't know what the hell was going on. So I guess that's probably why they did that. Oh, yeah, and I'm not trying to make an assumption there. I mean, I I know these things happen. So. Reporters would have loved to to write that up. Man up on weapons charges. Extra, extra. <clears throat> yeah, it's funny when uh, Gus's case was going on, I was looking up words, and uh, I think he was charged with something like a uh, felon in possession of a weapon. Oh, and I looked, I looked up felon in weapon, yeah. and apparently Gus was a cocksucker caught with a penis. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I laugh so hard. Legal ease makes me laugh like crazy. Well, that and, uh, you know, like molest. You know, every time, you know, those, those are the two funniest words in legal ease I've heard in a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I go back to them all the time. Quit molesting me, damn it. You know. Yeah, when and, and I. Uh, even rape. Before. <laughs> Before I knew any of this stuff, I uh, when I first went to family court, I, I talked to a lawyer, and he was helping me with documents, and he wrote that uh, he wrote that my ex was molesting, harassing, and annoying me, and I'm like, what are you trying to pull? She's molesting me. He's like, it's not harassing <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah, even rape. Define rape, please. Is it a bucket plant or uh, rapture? <laughs> well, I think rape means to take by force carry, or rob. Carry, carry off. Yeah. It's like yeah. rape and pillage. Yeah, exactly. And, I, also uh, heard, I also heard somewhere once that um, rape is to occupy a space without right or without oh. consent. Something like parking a penis. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna go rape that abandoned house over there. <laughs> no wonder why. No wonder why. No wonder why they arrest us all the damn time because we're raping the house. Oh well, shoot. Maybe if I told us, it would have been better. <laughs> here, here's, here's a good one. So this uh, this woman took uh, her husband's uh, fishing boat. Uh, on the calm waters uh, 
around just before noon, and she was reading her book and just floating around in the bay. And a conservation officer comes over and says, uh, "What are you doing?" She says, "Oh, I'm just reading my book." She says, uh, "Looks like you got fishing rods in the in the boat." She says, "Yeah, those are my husband's." Oh, well, I have to write you a ticket. Why? Because you could be potentially fishing. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to charge you for rape. Goes what? Yeah, you got a you got a penis. You could potentially rape me. You got all the equipment. And you got the ass. Oh, he, he fucking he ran. You got the equipment. The <laughs> equipment. <laughs> And there was a guy who was uh then there was a guy who set uh his arm on fire and uh the guy set it out they but then they arrested him uh for uh possession of an illegal firearm. <laughs> and then there was a time where this black guy ran for president. Oh. I'm <laughs> three, th- three weeks later, no, wait, three, three, tw- 20, 30 years later, Barack Obama uh, wakes up and calls Jesse Jackson and says, nice try, motherfucker. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm always serious. So uh, I, I, I didn't notice anybody calling it the Black's House. Mr. or Mrs.? No, the... Uh, White House, the Black House. <laughs> the off-white house. The off-white house. Politically correct. <laughs> oh, gosh. Where's this call going now? Oh, my. <laughs> All right, where's Cheyenne? Call this Keith's call going now. All right. Barack Obama's nothing but a loudmouth schnook. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. No, we cannot. Yes, we can. That's a man that's going to hell. Notice how he's like doing nothing now, as like uh, Trump and everybody else does everything else. <laughs> Just <laughs> everything that comes out of Brock's mouth no longer matters. Just like it happens every four to eight years. <laughs> I got, I got this for you. Nothing Barack See, Obama. To... Nothing Barack Obama ever said matters to me. That's right. right. Did you notice uh, how he was? Except that one part with the uh, government thing about the gay shooting. No, what's that? Yeah, he was defending them. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm... I don't watch the news or TV, so I'm kind of sheltered. I have no idea I did, what's going on. I did that watch that one got, speech. Uh, killed. I did watch. I did watch that one speech uh, that Carl talked about all the time with uh, Barack Obama when the government got open, reopened again. Something about uh, that he would say uh, talked about uh, our right to self-govern and stuff like that. Yeah. So I. I can I can at least give Obama that, you know, even though he probably didn't, you know, mean it. <laughs> he didn't he write said it. it. Yeah. All he, did, and, all, yeah. He did was, all he did was read the teleprompter. He had nothing yeah. to do with that. Yeah. You don't he write nothing. Talk, 
I had to go have a talk with Mr. or Mrs. Teleprompter uh, tomorrow morning. Well, tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. I don't feel like procrastinating right now. Did you, maybe did tomorrow. you see that YouTube where uh, the teleprompter went out and he was like, uh, 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 that was just what uh, last two uh, weeks ago. Uh, 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 yeah, it was hilarious. What's someone call it? Alex Jones was making fun of him on that with playing the Bugs Bunny theme. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, he did that. That's all, folks. Yeah, he's such a loser, the Barack. Notice how they always look like losers right at the end. Uh, end now, and it's like you know, and it's like it's like nobody ever goes out like you know really strong. Uh, you know, maybe Clinton did, and maybe uh, I would maybe love Bush to know did. If Trump is really, really serious about everything that he said. He better be. That would be so cool to run the United States like a business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess they got it. They, 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 they all got it. They got it set up that way. I guess probably. Yeah. You mean the United States isn't run like a business right now? United no. States is a corporation, though, no, isn't it? No, it's it's all about uh, enslaving people. Uh, I think it's all about making money. I think it's all about voluntary servitude or whatever they call it. Oh no, voluntary no, there's, no there's, there's there's no making money when you're trillions of dollars. Dad. Sign here on the dotted line. There's show me, show me what you think about that. Of the world, man. Like, come on. Sign here. Fuck, just, just S- keep sign. borrowing money. Who gives a flying fuck? We're just gonna put the button and it'll go back to zero. Who cares? Well, sign, oh. sign, sign your name on the dotted line here. Here, I'll bend over and you can uh, use my back for the fucking farce. The money yeah. system. It, it sounds like business to me. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. Nice I, I business with you. Run, run, run. Run my, of course, now if you could do, if you could opinion, just you know say I don't want to do business with you no more. Okay, well that that would be beautiful, you know. Then we can have a nice stuff governing. But you know, again, maybe that majority thing for all I know. And he's like, oh, oh no, you you continue to do business with us, USOB. You know? All you people in the states, stop voting. <laughs> just stop voting. Why? Why the states? So the computers can start voting now. What? Canada too. I don't vote. (laughs) They got nothing on me. I don't even pay taxes. They go fuck themselves. I I could go vote, and it doesn't really make any difference. It depends on when I'm acting as a citizen and when I'm acting as a man. Yeah. But at least I can say, uh, you know, uh, there's no evil motherfucker that I want in there, so I, I, I ain't even uh, considering. Right? I don't know. I don't know why you're calling all these people all these terrible names. They're just doing their job, following their training. They're just yeah. stupid people like every other stupid person. Yeah. Well, I say get rid of the central banks. Want to start? Start with that. Why, why would a man care about a central bank? Why? Because it's right there in the center. Because it's unproductive. So what do you care? It's not your corporation. Well, I don't give a shit if Walmart does bad it's, 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 it's affecting my brothers. Uh, what brothers? 
You? Uh, hey, I don't need your help, man. I don't yeah. need, I don't I don't need, need to get rid of the principal bank. I don't need anybody to get rid of the principal bank. It's affecting my family. It's affecting uh, uh, other people. Other people. What other we're supposed to be, uh, to be uh, our brother's, our brother's keeper. Okay, so teach your brother, slap your brother in the head and tell him to wake up. Yeah. I don't know. Walmart's not affecting you. I just don't like if, uh, the, but if, the if, people taking advantage of other people. So it's just They're not hard. taking advantage of other people. They're taking advantage of citizens. They're, they're, that's what they're doing. They're administrating their citizens. How they see fit. That's all it is. I I don't care what Walmart does. I don't care what Walmart does to everybody else. They're not doing anything to me. If I don't like Walmart's type of business, I don't go to Walmart. If my brother wants to go to Walmart and get ripped off or treated badly, that's how Walmart treats customers. I don't care about customers. I'm not a Walmart customer. It makes no difference to me. That's why I keep saying people need to turn around. People need to turn around you. and walk away. When somebody slides you a contract across the table, slide it back and say thanks, but no thanks. I don't require your assistance. And just leave. You don't have to go and tear Walmart down. Don't go to Walmart. Tell your brother, hey, you know what Walmart does? Educate your brother. If your brother wants to go to Walmart, let him go. It's not like you're going to tie your brother up and scream and yell at him to prevent him from going from, to prevent him from going to Walmart. I don't know. I, I I don't see why everybody wants to tear down a system that they're not a part of, or that they claim that they're not a part of. If the government's screwing with you, it's probably something you did that led to it. If you didn't sign your name anywhere, if you didn't make any claims, if you didn't collect on any benefits or privileges, they wouldn't know who you are. You went to them at some point. That's how they got your name on the computer. IRS didn't go to the hospital when you were born and take your information. You went to an employer and filled out IRS forms. You contacted IRS. You told IRS you're here with an income. You told IRS you got income to report. That's what people got to get through their heads. It's the contract you're signing that binds you to the rules. It's very simple. People don't want to take the blame for it. People don't want to take responsibility. Stop calling them all cocksuckers and criminals and motherfuckers. You went to them. Or your brother went to them. So stop going to them, and then you know, and then if they go, if they come to you, then you start saying, you know, no, I don't wish to uh, be with you anymore, or something like that, right? Yeah, but you don't have to be a smart guy or a big mouth on the side of the road with the cop. Take your ticket, go home, send the ticket back. Correct the record. Yeah, be nice. Yeah, it does work. It's lovely that you want me to be a citizen or a member of your family. Unfortunately, I'm a man. I don't wish to uh, make any use of your benefits. Thanks, but no if thanks. I offend, if I offended you, would you be so kind as to forgive me? You know, sometimes that works now. You know, 
Well, that's what I tell people. When you get pulled over, keep your mouth shut. Hand them them the driver's license and say, I believe this is, I believe this belongs to the state or I believe this is property of the state and give him his little plastic card. It's all he's looking for. Give him his plastic card. Let him write a little ticket in his little book. And you don't need to do that. uh, You don't need to do that shit where, you know, you're like, is this you? And like, no, because you know, like, you know, like that image on the thing. No, you you don't have to do that. You know, just go ahead and give it to him. No, you you know, just, uh, you know, uh, uh, go right into the, you know, right after the matter's all done with, and you go right over to the court room or whatever, or the courthouse to say, you know, look, this was, I think, I believe this was, there's been a mistake. No. Nope. To say, there's been a mistake. No, no. For one, you or don't go to the like courthouse. That. You don't go to the no, courthouse. No, I mean, not the courthouse, home. but. You go yeah. home and you write a freaking letter. And a man pulled you. A man pulled you over, and a man gave you a piece of paper. So you write a letter to a man. You don't go to the courthouse. You don't go to the police station. You don't write to the clerk or the prosecutor. You deal man to man with the man that gave you the piece of paper. Okay. And you write to him, and you say, uh, "Nice. I believe you're. Thank you for your ticket. See a copy enclosed." I believe said ticket was issued in error. I was not, quote, operating a motor vehicle at the time, or I was not operating under a license or whatever at the time of the, quote, stop. So that's what and I should have done. Then just that's say, and say, I, I was simply a man going from point A to point B in my property. And then just say, I apologize if I offended you. Please forgive me. Kindly send me a bill for any harm, loss, or injury, or services or uh, services provided, and I will compensate as soon as I can. So now you've let them know that you're a man, that you weren't operating under a contract, therefore you're not a licensed driver or motor vehicle operator. You've showed honor by apologizing if you've offended him, and then you asked for a bill for any harm, loss, or injury, or services provided. He can't send you a bill because there was no harm, loss, or injury. He can't send you a bill because he's been paid out of the taxpayer's pocket. Mm. So now you've established that you're a man, that this is a private matter, that there's been a mistake. You've already apologized and asked for forgiveness. And you've shown that there's no bill, there's no harm, loss, or injury. So obviously now that there's no damaged party, there's also no witness. Like this case is over already from one letter, a very polite letter. And now now they can put the issue all they want, and they're not going to get very far if you stick to your point. Okay. And it's... Yeah. See, the thing also is like earlier, like and, and you know, like when uh, like I got the ticket, uh, my my ticket, and the, both of their names, the 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 officers in the cars, you know, the the men acting as officers, yeah, their names are on the ticket. But now, right now, it's just their names are on the ticket. That's the only thing. So that's all I have to go on. So again, therein lies the possible problem. Uh, yeah, I wish to solve the matter with them in private, but unfortunately I have.